Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Brenda McCullough, and it's the last episode of 2020 Sayonara, you terrible uh, year. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Throw him out of the bar at the end of the night. That's the thing. Uh, a lot of bad has happened in 2020, though some good things have happened. I hope it's not just all doom and gloom for the past year for you guys, but I know for the majority of us, it's been pretty horrendous. Yeah, it's it's tough because it's like on a global scale, it's fucking horrific. On a personal scale, still not great, but like it's you know some people have done been hit worse than others, but yeah, it's uh it's garbage, and I can't wait for it to be over. Though most of the problems will still persist into twenty twenty one. That's the real problem. I was going to say, we got our Christmas wish uh, that 2020 is over, but what does 2021 have in store? Hopefully it's all good. Uh, but this is a video game podcast. How are you doing, Bren, before we maybe get into the games we've been playing? Eh, I'm doing all right. It's been the same as it's been for the last, I don't know, nine months. <laughs> yeah. Just locked away. and uh, I, I kind of hit a wall game-wise, but I think I'm... Uh, around december i started actually picking back up so which is good nice very cool yeah uh i got a couple christmas gifts that were gaming related so i guess i'll dive right in there uh one of those being an extra ps5 controller so i'm like all right finally <laughs> thought, gonna get some uh multiplayer on, what's up i thought you yeah. were about to say an extra ps5 and i was like you motherfucker oh, yeah. you know <laughs> me. i'm a scalper on. now bro. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no you got your hands on two somehow I wish. No, I'm, I'm totally kidding. I don't need two of them. But, uh, I, wait, who was it? Didn't I hear someone say that Cardi B has like 15 and it's like one for each room of her house or something? I don't it, know. Anyway. Listen, Cardi B has <laughs> admitted to drugging men back when she was a stripper and oh, stealing Lord. their wallets and like robbing them blind. So like, not a great person. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't doubt her having a PS5 in every room of her, yeah. of her house. Um, but no, getting an extra controller is great because I mean, those bad boys are $70 themselves. Like, you have to download <sighs> yeah. updates on your controllers these days. That's how, uh, intense they are. But no, that's really exciting. I do want to get a game where we can utilize that. Uh, most likely that will be the, the overcooked game that's on PS5. Ooh. I forget. Oh, it's called All You Can Eat and it has, overcooked one and two plus some additional stuff so that'll be really cool to have uh get back into that game we we really kind of hit a wall with that though towards <laughs> the end oh man it, it just ramps up in difficulty and if you can't keep up it's really tough with especially with just two people oh yeah i mean that's the thing with that game is it's so like uh what's the word i'm thinking like the, I guess the barrier to entry for it is so low. Like the mechanics are so simple and the uh, our style is so appealing. It's easy oh, to yeah. just suck everyone in. Um, but because the mechanics are fairly simple, it's just like it's just like take this food to this spot, maybe do a little preparation, and then you know make it into the meal and run it out. And because it's so simple, it ramps up really hard. And like the, there's not like a high skill threshold for it. Like once you master that, you know, press this button twice and then press it again <laughs> that's kind of it so when the challenges get harder and harder and harder but your skill level can't really match it keep up with it it gets real tough at like those late levels like it's Definitely. brutal yeah the way they utilize the environments is insane like you're like trying to like mm -hmm. cross like moving trucks and stuff like it, it's really intense so everything's I on fire and I do like that it's uh, both games kind of bundled together. So that's one of them that I have my eye on. And I, I, I'll have to keep an eye out for other games that we can play that are co-op. It's so early in the 
the life of the PS5, so hopefully we'll have some cool ones uh, early 2021. Is the Astro's Playroom, does that go up? I don't think so. In fact, really? no, I think that uh, – don't hold me to that, but I have a <laughs> feeling it is not. That seems like it'd be a great one to be uh, co-op. Yeah, I, I agree. That hope, Maybe there is something there. Mm, yeah. You just get a – actually get another PS5 and just do co-op demons. There Souls. we go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, and then the other thing that I got that was gaming related was uh the Mario three pack uh the All Stars, uh, All -Stars uh, yeah. yes so we got sixty four Sunshine and Galaxy and oh man it's making me dust off the old Switch I mm -hmm. pulled out the dock and set that all up and have everything on the big screen and oh man it just reminds me how much I love the Mario games it's like the only th the cool thing about it is I've never experienced Sunshine whatsoever. Uh, oh, wow. But the other two, I've probably beat to death. So like, I feel like I've 100%ed each of them. But I still love the games a lot and will probably replay them. But I'm just so bummed at the fact that they, this is like the Japanese port or however you want to say it, where they removed the backwards long jump ability oh, in yeah. 64. Like, that was my main thing with like that game, <laughs> being able to speed, speed run, run it, it with the glitches and everything. And I'm unable to do that on my Switch. So that's kind of a bummer, but not the end of the world. But that I was getting back into Galaxy a little bit. I haven't fired up Sunshine quite yet, so we'll, I'll talk about that on a future episode. But oh man, Galaxy, possibly my favorite Mario game ever. It's just so amazing, but also semi-disorienting when you're first getting back into it because of like mm -hmm. the 3D aspect of it all. The gravity. Um, what I found interesting about that game is how well it worked with the Wii mote and the nunchuck. Like I felt like it was very designed for the Wii. I'm currently replaying it with a pro controller on the switch and it, it plays pretty well, but you have to, it does do the motion sensing with your controller, how it's oriented. Uh, you can shake your controller to do a spin and everything. But uh, one thing my wife pointed out was like, I remember when we were playing this on the Wii, the, either the nunchuck or the Wiimote had like a little speaker on it and it would do like sound effects through the controller. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's lacking on this version of like the, the Switch remake. Like uh, my pro controller doesn't have that ability. And I don't think your joy cons would either so it's like it's no. kind of a little bit interesting that it's like a step backwards in that way that it's like you're losing immersion uh what if 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 you were to play this on the switch it would be a little more immersive i guess uh on the Wii. or w which uh the Wii. Witch. yes thank you <laughs> yeah on the witch exactly <laughs> yes i can't speak <laughs> it's interesting because i know the uh, playstation controllers i think since four has had the speakers built in uh, to the controller itself, so yes. a little feedback like that. And it's one of those things where you don't think much of it, but you're like, yeah, I guess that did. You know, that was like a little fun little thing. But I guess Nintendo's like, it, it's not needed for any of the games. It was just like fluff to it. So it's like, ah, we don't. The Joy Cons already have the drift. They're already buggy as it is. And, <laughs> you know, let's not try and work speakers into that and try and cram that in and make them bulkier. Yeah, and I think they were when they first came up with the pro controller they weren't thinking about any kind of audio feedback from it they're like no we just want to give them a controller that looks and feels like a old school like playstation and or xbox controller uh yeah. but 
the PlayStation 5 does have that ability where, like, I'm playing Demon Souls all the time, and you're hearing, like, if I eat a potion, like, that sound comes through my controller and stuff, or Fall Guys. Like, I do like that uh, next generation systems have, like, this audio that's coming, like, through your hands, essentially. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, a little bit of something they missed out on on these uh, Mario remakes. But all in all, I'm having a, a big blast with that. I, I do intend on streaming some of that on Twitch in the coming uh, – this month, uh, January. I, I've been seeing a lot of people streaming it now because of the All-Stars pack. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people doing, like, speed runs, like, Galaxy speed runs or, like, 100% completion runs and stuff. And a lot of people playing stuff just because it's more accessible. Than, totally. You know, all being on one console now. Um, I forgot how janky they are. Like, we all know how <laughs> but we all know how messy 64 is. That's notorious. And Oh, sure. You know, it was one of the early 3D games. Like, yeah, that's going to happen, transitioning from a side-scrolling platformer to a 3D open world, uh, a pseudo-open world. Um, but even just Galaxy and Sunshine of how buggy it is where, like, he'll just, like, hit a corner just in the weirdest way and then just clip through it entirely and just fall to his death. And it's just like, ah, why does that happen? Why is yeah. that allowed? And it's one I never, at least, you know, maybe it's the nostalgia. Maybe I just filtered out all the memories of that. But I don't remember it ever being that broken and buggy when I played them back, uh, the Galaxy and Sunshine originally. But, like, seeing people stream it, like, it's pretty frequent. Like, it's it's frequent enough where it's like, yeah, this is a problem and not, like, a one-off bug. So, like, it's crazy to see people just, like playing sunshine and just in delfino plaza and they just uh you know uh, ground pound on a box to get the coin inside but instead of the coin they just face through the ground and just fall into a void and just damn oh (laughs) i guess that happens now and it's like they'll remove the backwards long jump but not patch that shit give me a break no (laughs) well that's what i wonder i'm wondering if it is if it always was in those older games and I just don't remember it or never experienced it myself, or it, if it is maybe jankier with this all-star port to the Switch. Um, it's possible. I have a feeling those could have just been present in the original games, but I could be wrong. But yeah, like to your credit, like if they were present in the original games, were they not pre- uh, prevalent enough where they're like, ah, we'll update this code and patch this of that? Or is it just kind of like, well, we can't fix this one. Like, I guess we're leaving it in. And, you know, maybe just because... Uh, it's more prevalent now because it's popular and I'm seeing, you know, multiple people streaming it now and uh, seeing, you know, 17 different people playing it all at once instead of just me playing it once. So yeah. I wonder if this port will open up the doors for new glitches and then people discover a new way to do a speed run of like, say, 64. And it's like you have to be playing on the Switch this version of the, yeah. of the game and we exploit it this particular way. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Well, that's why uh, some... Uh, speedrunners and stuff use emulators because they can get the exact version of the game they need that has the exact glitches to exploit. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that before. It's easier to speedrun old games like, you know, uh, Ocarina Time, where you're in Kakariko Village, you just bug out the tree and you teleport to Ganon's, you know, the last fight in the uh, cast- Hyrule Castle against Ganon. Versus, you can't really do that in, you know, Breath of the Wild. You can do some janky shit in Breath of the Wild, don't get me wrong there. But that's more built-in physics to the game rather than breaking it and clipping through the entire game. So yeah, um, it's it's easier to find bugs and exploitations in older games. And um, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what it is. I know Sunshine's definitely got a good amount of jank. You can skip through the worlds and stuff. And Galaxy has some, but Galaxy once again seems like it's more built-in physics for the games. 
Yeah. And just just because those planets are so small and so personalized to that one puzzle, there's so many like levels and stages that are just, here's this one gimmick we have, and that's the whole thing. And people are just able to kind of like cheekily get around uh, you know, those because it's only one thing. Yeah, but, that makes sense. Uh, I think the current speed run for Galaxy is like two hours and something to beat the whole game. Yeah, that's the thing with speedruns. I want to do a speedrun where it's like, let me do this in an hour or less. Because, like, oh, man, once you're getting over two hours, it's like you could be at like, the <laughs> hour and a half anymore. point. Well, you could be at the hour and a half point and then be like, oh, fuck, I fucked you're up. Done. And it's yeah. Yeah, and it's like the reset at that point, like resets are common in speedruns. So, mm-hmm. like, to do like a two hours seems pretty daunting to me. But then again, maybe I'm just a noob at the whole scene. I, I want to get back into some more speedrunning. I was watching a friend on Twitch do some for the resident evil games and he's doing the old school ones and the new remakes and oh man it's so he can do uh resident evil one og one for jill in about like 45 minutes or something i thought that was really impressive yeah that that seems even more daunting because that seems like a very slow paced intentionally slow paced game because it's like a horror game so well and you need to have all the puzzles memorized (laughs) yeah yeah you gotta know all those but like back your hand so yes Jeez. And dodging zombies left and right. Yeah, that, that one impresses me. Speed running is like glass blowing for me. I'm very impressed by it. I know I'm too dumb to do it and I will never <laughs> attempt it. I will burn my dick off because yeah. the glass will fall. <laughs> <laughs> I'll burn my dick off speed running hollow night. <laughs> Oh man. But uh and then the other thing that I got that uh, I got kind of for myself because it was such a crazy deal. The PlayStation Store was doing like a Christmas sale and the newest Madden game, Madden 21, typically is $70 and Ooh. it was going for like 30. So I was like this is more than 50% <laughs> off. I'm just going to do it because I Be do want to play the new roster. And oh man, it's it's incredible. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a little bit glitchy. I feel like they have some things that they need to patch already. Like, yeah. if you, like, get a touchdown, like, the guy will then, like, run, continue to just keep running at the crowd, even though he's, like, at the wall. It's very strange <laughs> to witness. I'm like, oh, they really need to fix that. Yeah. And there's a couple of things of text in the game where I was reading the text and then it just stops. It was like, in order to get... And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <Just cuts laughs> like, yeah, and I was like, oh man, they gotta fix that. But uh those are simple, easy fixes. But the the gameplay itself though feels really good. If you're a Madden fan, you're gonna love this new one. They have all these new modes that I don't even fuck with because I literally just play the exhibition, like, let me play this team versus this team. Because I don't match. need to need to be a coach or like this particular player and like analyze their whole whole career. But they give you that stuff if you're like a diehard football fan. Uh but yeah, the game's incredible. I'd much rather pay $30 and 70 and the only <laughs> dilemma there was I was like I am very much a fan of physical collecting and all of the Maddens up until this point I feel like I have the physical love so I was torn but I was like let me look it up if I were to go to like my local Walmart to get this game and it's like yep $70 I'm like alright I'm gonna pay 30 and save $40 <laughs> and not have a physical disc who cares there you go Yeah. so that's pretty cool uh, how about you though Bryn have you gotten any gaming in yeah I've been uh Getting really into Don't Starve Together because I've been playing it with like a buddy of mine. So we've been like, it's it's tough with this game because it is older. I mean, older in the sense of uh, Don't Starve, I think is seven years old. And I think Don't Starve Together is like three or four years old now. Yeah. Um, but they actually just released another up, a big update for Don't Starve Together where they reworked all the farming system and stuff. So we're just like, oh, it's it's still kicking. They're still working on this. Like, wow, I'm surprised. Hell yeah. 
It's done by uh, Clay Studios, who are fucking phenomenal. I think I have every game by them now, now that I have Don't Starve, and like, or almost every game by them, and they're all wonderful. Mark of the Ninja is still one of the best platformers I've ever played in my life. Oh, that's right. And, um, yeah, so I'm playing a lot of Don't Starve together. And it's funny because it's older and we are, like, coming to it so late, me and my friends. Um, it's just like, oh, yeah, this does this and this does this. And I'm sure, like, even just talking to Basta the other week, it's just like, yeah. Yeah, everyone knows that because we everyone played that game when it came out, or like you know when it was new, <laughs> and we're just like, oh, but like to get this one item, you have to do this one weird thing. It's like, yeah, that's how you do. It. <laughs> like every all the secrets are already known by everyone, um, which is good because we can just at this point, it's it tells you so little in game. It does it gives you so little feedback of really anything. Um, we just have the Wikipedia up like the whole time. Like you know, what does this do? How do we find this? You know. We found out there are creatures called koala fence, or like a koala elephant. And killing them to get their trunks is a very valuable resource for the winter for making clothing. The only way to get them is if you find uh, suspicious animal tracks in the dirt. You follow those tracks twelve to t- 10 to 12 times. And then by the time you get to the end of the tracks, you'll find one of them will be spawned. They don't exist naturally in the game. You have to follow the tracks to spawn them. Damn. No, we never knew that. We thought they just we just never found them and we were unlucky. We never knew right. you had to do the specific thing to spawn them. And then when you do, only one of them is spawned and then you have to kill it. And it's actually pretty tough. Like it runs away from you. It's actually pretty beefy. Um, and we're just like, good God, like how would you ever figure this out without right. this online guide or like the, you know, actively uh, talking in the forums to other people and you know getting all the information because there's just no feedback at all. And it's just like, I love it, but also, God, that makes it harder to play. For sure. Make it part of the lore or something you can read in a manual or like in like a like options part of the game where you're just like, oh yeah, and this creature, yeah. in order to do that, follow uh, these steps. A I don't bestiary know. <laughs> or something. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm looking like, for. Even Demon Souls and Dark Souls, those games, the lore's there. You have to really work for it to like earn it and like piece together yourself at times. But it is there. This just isn't. There's just nothing in here. Um, yeah, they do have with the rework of the farming system. They do have a cookbook now, which keeps track of your recipes. Um, I don't know if that carries over between lives, though. Like if you die and come back, if it keeps track of all the recipes you've had up to that point, or just the ones in that current playthrough. So it is interesting. Um, I do like. I won't get into specifics. I do like the rework of the farming system, though. They've uh, reworked this, and now all the crops have their own unique, I guess, art for it. Because before it's just a plant growing, and then it. Uh, when it finally finishes growing, it's like a ear of corn or an eggplant, and then it looks different. But now the plants growing the whole time look different. Like, you can tell what plant it is while it's oh, still cool. growing before it's finished. Yeah. Um, one of them is a fire nettle, which is just like a spiky fire leaf that if you just walk by it, it'll catch you on fire. We found that out when my friend walked by it and immediately <laughs> died. So oh, no. It can overheat you to the point where you just flat out die. And uh, I think he died like two or three times to it before we're just like, all right, we got to look this up and figure out what the fuck this is. Um, so it's just brutal. But uh, yeah, Don't Start Together is real fun. Uh, I think we have all the unlockable characters now. So we're just playing around with them and seeing what's the best combo. And um, some characters are objectively like better than the rest. Uh, one character has a ghost sister that can help with like fighting crowds and just literally having anyone that's invincible that can just take damage or deal damage for you. Is bought so f- much better than ever- anything else anyone can do. 
So, yeah. Because fighting in that game is definitely one of the harder elements of it. So any assistance with fighting is so much better than being able to, like, grow plants slightly faster than other people or, like, you know, not be as afraid in the dark or something. Like, fighting is so much better. So, or so much harder. So it's so much better when you have an ally with that. Right. Um, so honestly, that's been taking up a lot of my time and I'm not a big survival crafting guy, but it's just, I don't know. Maybe it's just having someone to play with pretty regularly. It's uh, definitely captured my interest, though. Very cool. More than before. Uh, and the other game, I, like you, I kind of got back into my Switch, uh, surprisingly, because I don't think I've touched it since Animal Crossing, since I d- dropped that back in pff, July. Maybe. You're making me feel guilty, and I haven't even consulted my Islanders yet about this. I, They're going to be like, I haven't talked to you in a year now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel guiltier knowing that the the villagers don't leave your islands anymore until you give them express permission. So now it just feels like I'm holding holding them captive. Yeah, they're like, trapped. I want to leave. Let me leave. It's like, no, nah, I'm not coming back. And then that means you can't leave ever. So, Or no, you finally show up one day. They're like, oh, I can finally ask you. Can I leave? And you're like, nah, no, stick around a while. <laughs> I like you wherever you're staying here. It's like, please, I want to get out. But I picked up the Switch again because uh, there's a game by uh, Capybara Games, which I'll be honest with you, I started following the games they make just because I like Capybara so much. I, was, I knew that was the case. <laughs> I was like, I like Capybara, so I'm down with anyone that'll make them their mascot. Let's see what this is. Um, so they've done a few games. They've done Critter Crunch. Uh, they did uh, Super Time Force uh, Ultra. Oh, yeah. So th- they've done a few. I think looking at their Wikipedia, they actually did Don't Starve Shipwreck, which is a DLC for Don't Starve, which is interesting. Um, Super Time Force Ultra is, uh, the acronym is STFU. That's great. Yep. Yeah, looking on their page now, it just says Super Time Force. So I think they were told to get rid of the Ultra part. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Oh, no, the game was later released in an updated version entitled Super Time Force Ultra. Okay, so the original title was Super Time Force, and then they added the Ultra. Ah. Um, they made a new game um, that I saw, and it's called Grindstone. Grindstone. I think I saw this during the Nintendo Indie Land, uh, Nintendo Direct for Indie World. Um, so they, you know, they just showcase all of their indie titles and stuff. And Grindstone is originally came out on uh, Apple Arcade, so it's those like it's games for like iPhones and stuff. But you have to be a specific member of Apple Arcade to use them, like Apple TV and stuff. Like it's a specific service you have to already be a part of. So I don't know actually how many people have utilized that. Yeah. So even when it's exclusive to that, it's not <laughs> the most visible. Uh, but it recently came to the Switch, so that's what I'm playing it on. And Grindstone is... It's not necessarily a match three, but that's what it's set up. So it's a... Was it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So it's a seven by eight grid. And it's clearly meant to be like a mobile game. It's very much like you could play this on your phone, easy, no problem. Right. And I think that's what the Apple Arcade is you know, utilizing it on for iPhones. Um, and so it translates well to Switch, but like, yeah, you, I, I am surprised uh, it isn't on like um, the Google Play Store or, you know, for other phones besides iPhones. Right. Um, but it's essentially a match three game or like a bejeweled, but you can match... You can match more than three. You can match, you know, as much as you can connect. But it's one of those games where you're just connecting the colored, you know, creatures. And the premise is, you're this, like, 
Viking dude who's just going into Creep Mountain and just killing a bunch of creeps, and that's his day job. Hell yeah. So, like, when I saw this, I was like, yeah, that's kind of interesting, and then I heard the developers talking about it, I'm like, this is just a fucking working schlub going to his 9-to-5 job, hoping to take his kid to fucking Viking Disney World. And once I heard that, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of interested. I like that idea better than, like, you're fucking Conan the Barbarian taking on the world. It's like, this guy hates his life. <laughs> yeah. But he's got to do Like, he's not happy about this. And it's just, it's work. He's raging. And, oh, man, if you're judging a game by its cover, this artwork is just so pleasing to look at. I love this grindstone artwork. It's great. The style to it's very colorful, very cartoony. Um. I could fully see this just being an adult swim show, like, at right. some point. It's That's got, what I'm saying. It's kind of got that rough, janky, like, edge to it, but it makes it look really good. Um, yeah, you're just this big old mustache dude, like, he turns blue when he goes outside because it's just cold, like, so he's just freezing all the time. Uh, and yeah, so you just go into these maps, you match as many of these creeps, those are the monsters, uh, as you can, the same color. And yep. you chain them together, and after you chain ten of them together, you get a grindstone, which uh, is like a little multicolored jewel that'll pop out, and that allows you to change the color. So if you're connecting the the red creeps together, you hit a grindstone, and then you can choose any other color around it. So you can continue okay. the chain to keep it going. And um, with that, there's you know higher level creeps, there's like harder creeps, where you need to chain together at least five other creeps to uh, even hurt them. And then there's some stuff where there's different items. You'll find boxes or rocks that you'll have to chain together, creep combos, and then destroy the rocks. And then that'll give you resources to build equipment. So you get three item slots. So you can get like potions, you can get arrows, you can get shields, you can get swords. And then each of those uh, uh, items can you know benefit you in some way and do something special. Yeah. And then um, and then if you stop your turn next to a creep that's ready to attack, he'll attack you. And then you know you you only got three lives. So if you get hit three times, you die and restart the board. Okay. And it gets, re like, it's, you know, like I said, match three, so it's kind of a simple premise that everyone's very familiar with. Uh, and it gets just really interesting, but it's also very satisfying when you're able to, like, follow, like, oh, I can piece together, like, seven blue creeps here, use the uh, grindstone, and then uh, go to, like, four other uh, yellow creeps, hit the boss, keep going, unlock the key keep going, like, combo it into the red creeps, get the chest, and then get out of here all in one move. Hell yeah. And it's like oh, very, I love that kind of it's shit. It's very satisfying. It's like that organization, like, cleaning part of your brain, like, really, like, lights up with that of, like, ooh, because it just combos so well, and you can get so much in one turn. And then there's plenty of times where you're stuck between, uh, between like, a rock. Some of the hardest levels are rocks that you can't destroy, and it's just one column of creeps behind it. Okay. So if those uh, creeps in that column aren't all the same color, you just have to go through one by one of like one combo, one combo, one combo, one combo, and then you're stuck in a corner. You got whatever you're going for, and you have to go all the way back out. And like, those are the worst. But it really gets interesting of like, uh, there's fire level, so fire stays on the board for two rounds. If you touch fire, you get hurt. Uh, you can poison enemies, but if you kill an enemy that's still poisoned, then you become poisoned and all this other stuff. So it adds interesting mechanics. And um, it's good because it's got different resources that you use to craft the items. Uh, if you kill enough creeps, you get this, like, alchemist back at the tavern who will give you, like, just these big bonuses for killing, like, 3,000 uh, creeps, 4,500 creeps, uh, 6,000 creeps. Um, and it's just big items that will, like, 
wipe the whole board for you or you know take you to the bonus stage to help you get grindstones like uh quickly so it's got a ton of content and uh i saw it i was just like oh it's cool art style i like the studio that's making it you know fuck it let me give it a try it it was like i was maybe 15 maybe even less like it wasn't that expensive so uh cheap enough game and yeah really satisfying to play and i was like you know it's actually kind of fun it's you know good to play the switch again good to have a mindless game i can play while you know watching tv or something or watching a stream hell yeah i'm on level i think 85 i've been playing it a lot it turns out so how's the soundtrack they said it's like an award-winning soundtrack i'm wondering if you're playing on mute (laughs) i'm I'm kind of playing on mute (laughs) because i'm watching tv i've like or watching something on my computer i've headphones on and i'm not really listening to it no worries but no it's funny that you're missing out on an award-winning soundtrack brand by I'll, sam I'll webster li- i'll have to listen to the soundtrack that you know what i'll mute the switch i'll listen to the soundtrack on the computer with my headphones oh there you go <laughs> um yeah it's good as like a mindless game but yeah i guess if the soundtrack's good i might have to check that out yeah no all that's the thing genre wise match three is not my bag of chips at all but this is where i would at least give it a try because this game looks really cool it's it's once you start figuring out the like right combos, so the grind so allows you to continue the chain into another color combo. But then the once you destroy something like a box or a rock, that resource that comes out will also land on the board, and you have you can pick it up, or you can just leave the level, and it'll pick it up automatically for you, which is very nice. Um, so anything left on the board, you don't have to get; you can just leave, and it picks up everything for you, which is so convenient. Um, but so the item will fly out onto the board. If you, uh, the resource item will just be a free space. Any color can combo into it, but you have to continue that color combo afterwards. So you can't change the color combo, but it will just give you like a free thing that, you know, any character or any creep co- color can combo into. So once you start chaining like, you know, a long string of creeps together into a grindstone, into more creeps, into a you know a rock resource, and you can combine that you know into the boss. Once you kill a boss, that allows you to pick any other color from there. And like once you start getting into the habit of it, it's pretty easy. Yeah. So like it was a challenge probably for the first like tw- up to twenty levels for me, or maybe like fifteen levels or so. But then afterwards, some of the levels really didn't feel that much harder. It's just whatever the new gimmick is of that area. Like, here's the poison stage. Here's the fire stage. Here's the ice stage. Whatever that gimmick is. Right. But then once you figure out that gimmick, you're once again like, all right, back to what I'm doing before I, you know, do it pretty well. Um, so it is, I'll say the the difficulty uh, doesn't scale too much. Like, I feel like it's very well scaled where there are times where it is challenging, where one level I just beat has uh, trap doors. So there's a, uh, a lever that has like five health to it and the enemies can hit the stuff too. So if the lever has like five health and one of the enemies is attacking and hits it five times, the trap will go off. Okay. So, so if I'm not there, uh, the, it was like a race of the clock. You have to stop the creep from attacking the switch before he hits the lever because the whole level was the trap doors. So you would have fallen down into it as well. Oh, damn. So the, like the, the trick was you had to kill him before he was able to get, uh, pull the switch. But then, yeah, if you're able to pull a switch, those are just easy kills. And, like, once you figure it out, it combos really well, and it's very satisfying to play. Um, so, yeah, Grindstone, I've, it's just it's been just a good phone game, just a good, you know, something to keep me busy while I'm, you know, listening to some, a podcast or watching a stream or kind of just zoning out. And 
uh, enough to challenge my brain to keep it active, but not enough, I guess, uh, not enough to challenge my brain to, like, take effort or, like, to exhaust my brain, I guess. It's not like, uh, it's not like Mist or, um, the stranger of like those puzzles of like god damn it I'm, I'm making me feel dumb of like i don't know <laughs> i can't do this like fuck this right so uh, that makes sense it's very fun i recommend it and yeah the art style is i mean i think the art style is wonderful it's incredibly colorful and i like, got a lot of texture to it but if anyone said like ew this art style is ugly i'm like eh, i won't argue with that like if you don't <laughs> I, I can see someone saying like this is ugly i don't want to look at it all day like fair it's not bejeweled yeah Um, but it's definitely got its own style and character to it and it's great yeah like you said i could see that being an adult swim style for some reason yeah it's kind of got not necessarily rick and morty but it's kind of got those like crunchy lines around it like rick yes like it's not smooth it's it's definitely got texture well and speaking of phone games this is something i forgot to mention earlier during my uh games i've been playing i'm still going strong with that cat game dear my cat and oh, yeah. I have like 50 or so cats. There's two uh, exclusive ones for like the holiday season for Christmas. And I got one of them so far. I haven't put paid a dime into this game and I refuse to. I never will. <laughs> I refuse. But I remember I mentioned this on the episode Basta was on uh, earlier in December. And he started playing this game and we were talking about it off air for a little bit. And he like in a day or two just blazed past where I was. I don't know how he was able to do this. He must have just played nonstop all day. And That's then Basta. he put in our show topics somewhere uh, it's probably uh pretty old at this point but he said like this game has taken a dark turn and i don't know what he means because i'm still playing and i'm not sure what the dark turn is other than (laughs) the game makes you watch a shitload of ads which and and that's actually one nice benefit about the ad watching it'll like keep track of how many times you've watched an ad and give you a point so if you get five points it'll then give you like 30 of the in-game currency or something so i'm like i didn't even realize that until like it was completely full so i had like 60 points which is the max you can have and i'm like oh if i just tap this button it's gonna cash in and i got like a shitload of the in-game currency just because i wasn't even aware of that functionality so there (laughs) is it sort of does pay you back uh for watching ads and i'm like you know what i I appreciate that and i was gonna do it anyway so the free in-game currency is nice but yeah that game it's so adorable i love collecting these cats i'm leveling them up i'm growing this island there's so much to do it's it's that aquarium game like to a t but instead of fish it's cats (laughs) cats. and i'm I'm super into it i'm worried about the ads and stuff because if anyone's watched twitch in the last few months you've seen a major uptick in ads whether people want them or not including the streamer um, and a lot, I've heard a lot of streamers say, like, I've had Twitch staff come to me personally saying, like, you need ads or you won't be on the platform anymore. Like, kind of forcing their hands. Jeez. Even people being subscribed to uh, streamers having to watch ads. Like, it's getting real bad. And I think it's because of all the DMCA shit, like, where Twitch is really, like, trying to rake in any cash they can because they're going to lose that lawsuit. <laughs> so oh, sure. Ready. Um. And it's getting real bad to the point where I think I wouldn't be surprised. I know Twitch with some ads, I would have it on. I got like two monitors. I would have like a Twitch stream and one ad. And I was like, or one monitor. I was like, cool, they're running ads. I'm going to look at something else on here and click over to another window and like, you know, prioritize that window. Yeah. And whenever I clicked away, the ad stopped on Twitch. And it wouldn't start oh, again God until I was damn. clicked back in on that window. Yep, they're and trying like, to be smart with that. Yeah. Yeah, trying to be like, this is my focus. I'm actively doing something in here. So. I had to be clicked into that window in order for the ad to run and, like, kill the time on it, which is infuriating. 
Well, it's funny you say that. I pull up Twitch like as like a floating window on my phone. So half the time I'm playing this cat game that's underneath Twitch. And when they're pulling up the ads, I can have the Twitch. I just like put the focus on Twitch and it, it still counts down in the game. So I'm like, all right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if at some point in the future, either through webcams or particularly with phones, they use like eye tracking with cameras. Oh, Jesus. And it's like you have to be looking at this ad for the full 30 seconds or else it won't, you know, run, do the runtime. And I wouldn't be surprised if that happens at some that point. That might be going down in China it. already. No, I'm it, just kidding. <laughs> like, I fully wouldn't be surprised if that technology exists. It's just like the morale or the legality of like implementing it and fucking advertisements, the most insidious thing on the planet. So, like, th- people will try it. It's just whether or not the laws come out being like, yeah, you can't do this. You can't utilize someone's own camera to eye track them to like force them to sit, you know. So you can't put your phone down and walk away and let the ad run by itself and then come back later. You have to be sitting there watching it the whole 30 seconds. Right. So I'm worried about that. I'm predicting that the dark turn Basta is talking about with this cat game is the fact that he has to sit through so many ads because he just (laughs) recently made this like whole new segment where he's playing Instagram ad games that so the listeners don't have to because they're so bad. And the ads for this cat game are abysmal. They're, they're, they're so bad, Bren. And I, I wonder if that has something to do with it, but we'll have to have Basta on again soon to see what he was talking about. But speaking of bad games, Bren, do you want to play maybe a game of game or no game? No. Oh, well, we're going to do it. Anyway. <laughs> you know my choice doesn't matter here. God damn it. So we're playing Game or No Game. One of these mystery games I'm going to be throwing out there was submitted by one of our only listeners, Judge Greg. Uh, Thank you very much, Greg. Uh, It could be a real game. It could be a fake one. We will find out once I say it. But, Brent, what do you make of these games? Let's start with a game called 100% Orange Juice. That one I know is real. God damn it. It's just such a <laughs> dumb name. I it's anime. Came... I know about it. Of course you did. Damn it. That, that makes perfect sense. But this game came out in like 2013 and is like mm-hmm. a, a phone game, if I'm not mistaken, right? It's like a phone game. But it's kind of like a Mario Party game. You play with others and there's like board games and it's a lot of like, you got five points. Yay. You go to the next turn. You got 10 points. Yay. Oh, someone land on a wild card. You lose everything. Get fucked. It's like, oh, God wow. damn it. It's those board games. With a name like 100% Orange Juice, I feel like it's got an inherent lie in the title because... <laughs> it's not it's a any game. Orange Juice at all. No, no, exactly. Where's that pulp? Anyway. <laughs> Give me that pulp. Uh, let's see what you make of this next one. Do you think there's a game called Super Neat Cat? Super Neat Cat? See, I want to say no, but that could either be a parody on Super Meat Boy, or it could just be a bad translation. <laughs> I'll say no. 
It's a game, and it's funny you mentioned Super Meat Boy. It's almost like in that pixelated style, uh, retro style, simple platforming adventure. It's uh, from usually when I do the game or no game, a lot of these games look like absolute shit. Super Neat Cat looks pretty <laughs> cool. It came out uh, earlier this month, so if you have oh. any interest in an indie game, uh, yeah, explore a beautiful pixel art land as you try to find the source of this destruction, meaning the nanobot virus. So yeah, pretty. Oh cool. yeah, it is a little platformer. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the title was uh, an intentional play on Super Meat Boy. That's what I mean. I wonder if that's what they were going for. It's kind of like a bastard with his uh, a superior Marcus. Superior Marcus. Cousins. Cousins. Yes. Um, all right. Well, you, uh, oh, no, you didn't get that. All right. Sweet. I didn't get uh, that. <laughs> do you think there's a game called Bulletproof Monk? Oh, that was. Mm, mm, is that a movie? I feel like that's a movie. I vaguely remember. Something bullet monk, bullet something monk. The last two are actual games. I'll say no. It's a no. And what's extra funny about it? I on the spot just now googled it to make sure it's not a game. And you're right. It is a movie from 2003. Yeah. Oh man, Brent. Yeah. Don't got, Google this. It looks so bad, Brent. It's got the <laughs> fucking name. What's the name from American Pie? Stifler. Are you serious? Holy shit, Stifler's in this movie. <laughs> That's why I remember it. I'm like, what the fuck, Stifler doing? Because it was around 2003. It was like around after American Pie. So it's like, that's all he was known for. No, I literally was just trying to pull like random words for a game title. And I remember we in our recent episode with Mark, it was like that, the Spit Monk or whatever. And I'm like, I'll just, how about Bulletproof Monk? <laughs> Having no idea that there's a movie called this. Oh, yeah. oh Lord. If you would yeah. just want weird, dumb, cryptic, useless pop culture knowledge. I'm your boy. Yeah, that's incredible. All right, so that's uh, a movie, not a game. Uh, we're moving on. Do you think there's a game called Bad Boy Simulator? <laughs> yeah, it's a simulator. It's probably real. Uh, it is real, and it, it doesn't <laughs> even have any user reviews because it came out on Christmas, so it's too fresh off the presses, but apparently it's VR only. So oh, that's no. already, Maybe that's why no one's playing. And then, uh, yeah, this time mom will not be called to school. Feel like a school bully and piss off the teacher. Use different items to do stuff in the classroom. Careful, the teacher is very vigilant. And that's a thing. You could be wow. the bad boy simulator. Wow, this is garbage? Yeah, yeah it's garbage. <laughs> That, this is the, this the is the garbage. type of stuff that usually shows wow, up on Game this, or No Game. These fucking basic ass assets in this classroom is mm, you love to see it. All right, I got. Let's do maybe three three more. Do you think there's a game called Dick Dine and Dash? <laughs> this one I know is a video game. Oh no! I originally not- was sharing it with my friends. God damn it, Brent. Of course you degenerate would know this. This is the one that Judge Greg submitted to the show, and I very much appreciate it because I was unaware of this game's existence. But please, Brent, tell our listeners about it. <laughs> it is the Futa Fix Dick Dine and Dash. It is, I guess, supposed to be capitalizing on those uh, Diner Dash games where you're running like a diner and you know, taking customers to your seat, or at least the name implies that. Um, this is actually just apparently a visual novel with. Uh, Ladies with big old anime titties and big old anime dicks just fucking each other. Yep, that's what it is. <laughs> I don't. There's not really a game. It's just a visual novel. Good God! Well, <laughs> that one had to come up. Yes, thank you, Craig, for the submission. Um, it's the Steam Winter Sale right now, so they have like a lot of like titles. Like, hey, try this one out. This one's on sale. Why don't you look at this one? And at the bottom, here's just like here's 20 popular games right now, and that was on there. I was like, 
why is this popular? How many people are buying this? Apparently a lot. Had a lot of reviews on it. God damn it. Steam. They can never <laughs> they can never talk about quality when there's just so much. This one looks like it got actually effort put into it and the team actually worked hard on it. Um, there's so many just garbage, like weird sex games. It's like Steam can never talk about quality on their platform. Oh, definitely not. Uh, let's see. I got two, three more for you. Do you think there's a game called Cataclysm of the Mystic? No. That's no. Good call. Okay. Uh, last two, Blood of Steel, Ladies on the Battlefield. <laughs> I was going to say no at the first part, but the second part, I'm going to say yes. It's a yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Ladies of the Battlefield. It's It looks pretty cool, actually. I got to <laughs> give them credit. Although... I, I, they they didn't need to have them in bikinis or anything. <laughs> of course they do. Why that's, wouldn't they? Yeah, they're so, selling the ladies part. That's God damn wow. it. Yeah, that's just all right. So it's not the bloody boobs like I thought it was. What it's just actually a bikini, but it is. Oh, all right. One of them's an actual bikini. Yeah, exactly. That's what <laughs> it's like. That's unnecessary whatsoever. But the rest of it looks like a Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, clone. that's what's weird. Everyone. I mean. I guess that's kind of what Dynasty Warriors is. There's a bunch. There's a bajillion generic NPC soldiers, and then there's just like thirty really weird anime characters fighting the war. Super unique ones that are yeah. identifiable. Yes, put, put the work in on the models. But yeah, it's like two of the characters seem like Dynasty Warriors characters. Where it's like, yeah, fine, that would work in a Dynasty. One of them is just wearing a Letterman jacket from like a high school, wearing <laughs> Daisy Duke cowboy shorts and like a gun holster and a rainbow bikini. Yep. T- like she's the outlier. Yeah, I feel like it's uh, Bruce Campbell in an Army of Darkness scenario. It's like, where did this lady come from? <laughs> Just fell through a wormhole. There's one user review, and this game came out uh, a week ago. That's uh, that's a bad sign. Yeah, not great. Uh, last game for us tonight. Do you think there's a game called Pillow Simulator? Oh, it's DLC for Blood of Steel. That's why. Oh, that explains so it. I thought it was its itself. own game. Okay. No. Right. Oops. Still Technicality, funny. no down boo over. <laughs> um, pillow simulator. Didn't... Yes. All the simulators are real. That, whether whether it, we that know strategy it or not. works too well because whether it's we usually know it or true. Not. Yeah, pillow simulator is a game and uh here let's read the description board of sheep uh flower and stone simulators do you want something really different meet the pillow simulator and that's all it says uh yeah you are a pillow with eyes and you move around it kind of looks like an octodad but instead you are a pillow it looks like a banjo kazooie character yes oh just a definitely. random or, thing with eyes oh there's a a bug snacks that's just a bag of chips with eyes. I feel like that's exactly what this is. God damn. Oh, you just become a giant pillow and I guess destroy the town? Yeah, at one point it's just gigantic and demolishing. Yeah, uh, considering how horny this game or no game has been, I thought this was going to go a different direction with the pillow. Same here. No, I, I, this is much more wholesome. <laughs> it looks better. You're, you're like breaking into a museum going over lasers. I don't, this one actually looks legit. Like a lot of the simulator ones are just like dumb goof-em-ups like the whole joke is the name yes but this one kind of seems like good simulator where it's like there's a surprising amount of stuff to actually do in here yeah there's a story here how is this pillow's life more interesting than my own uh but no that's <laughs> that's how we play game or no game i think you win oh yeah i, I think i missed one <laughs> nice We'll be right back.
that's gonna do it for this episode or did we have any show topics we wanted to talk about uh let me see i think there was one real quick um yeah we see twitch handling the zmca stuff uh worse than usual since it's all automated uh some games that have the license rights to use the songs are getting flagged so we talked about that a lot with the tony hawk games that have the rights to it um but recently uh monster camp the sequel to monster prom they had a song by the new porn uh new pornographers they had a song by them as like the end credits for it after he beat it and they got the rights from the band themselves like so they're completely allowed to use it yeah and because twitch's dmca stuff's all automated and very badly optimized uh it's flagging people who are streaming that game as well and other games that have the rights to use that song and the streamers allowed to play that song while playing the game just shows that they're using some bullshit algorithm instead of like paying people to do this i don't know how else you go around it absolutely like twitch is scrambling for this because like they're they're in such hot water about it and like we're apparently warned about this for a long time and they just blew it off. So now it's like really, you know, coming back to bite them in the ass. So they just automated the system real quick to handle it, to get every, it's better to get everything than it is to let one thing get through. So they're being like super overzealous with it. Um, it's not, I should say good thing. It's not a good thing that they have to do this, but a funny thing is some of the game developers are working on ways to work around this by like offering streamer modes which essentially cut out all of the licensed music. Um, I know we talked about another game that did this previously. Yeah, uh, what was that? I I know I, I remember that too. I forget the other game, but with Monster Camp, they made a song and it just the tone, like the uh, I'm not good with music. The tone of the song, the beat of the song, is similar to the new pornographer song, um, but all the lyrics are changed. Basically, saying like this is the copyrighted free song, like you can play this on Twitch <laughs> and not get demonetized, like specifically for it. streamers and like their audience and stuff so it's uh it's great to see the monster camp team the monster prom team are great and are always able to turn out new stuff i think they released uh four new characters you could play as with dlc so uh it's great seeing them being able to turn out something like that real quick and uh kind of play along with it and still make it fun while people are being demonetized and getting fucked over by it um which sucks and oh the, sure and the other thing this isn't really newsworthy, but I figured it was for us. Uh, so, Stinko Man Level 10 is coming out. If that name Stinko sounds familiar. Man, wow. It is from Homestar Runner. It is the anime version of Strong Bad, and they made a little old platforming game back in the day at, you know, peakhomestarrunner.com. And, um. Brian, your age is showing. Oh, it always does. <laughs> Have I referenced Gilligan's Island yet? Um. <laughs> But they said they uh, were able to get back together and uh, pretty much just make one more level and then re- like remake the rest of the game, but add one more level to it. So it's got like a full animated se- opening sequence by Small Boo Studios, who did uh, uh, Batman's Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they got like, they reworked the game. They've actually changed some of the mechanics. Um, some of the art styles are a little different, but it's still got a lot of the old... Uh, you know, 2004 flash game aesthetic to it. So, if well, that's what the the trailer even said. It's like we did this update right before Flash goes away forever. Yeah, Flash <laughs> is going away. I think the end of this month, which as yes. of this recording is now. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so I don't know why why they chose to do it now. 
But if you just want some old Homestar Runners nostalgia, you can go back and play Stinko Man. It got an update somehow. Man, the only game in the running to have a, a more of an anticipated release than <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Big, <laughs> bigger ten years or more. Than Cyberpunk. Yeah, good God. That's yeah. wild. That's fun, though, for anybody that loves Homestar Runner. And I hope you will be able to enjoy these new levels before you can't even play them. I. I can only hope they have some workaround intended to like you know offline re- flash player yeah, I, i'm not sure yeah so because that would suck if you're just like yeah we put like a few months of work into this oh and no one can use it wow that sucks yeah exactly but that's that's all i had oh one thing i also just heard in passing i don't even have a way to confirm this or not but apparently there's <laughs> the dlc hallway. for that game prey that i am uh, incapable of beating apparently uh, <laughs> but the dlc is unique in the way that I- i've been reading that it's more or less it plays like a roguelike and i'm like oh Moon man crash? i'd be cur- yeah i'd be-, be curious if you'd be more interested in the game just the dlc aspect of it because like you're trying to like escape in various ways i don't know i'm gonna have to look into that and maybe uh give an update to our listeners but that also is provided i get back into prey but i do have the ps5 now so the load time should be faster i do want to beat that game it looks really good god damn it um but that's yeah. gonna do it for this episode <laughs> that really sucks that you couldn't like that you kind of fell off with that game just because of the glitches and sh- load times and shit like it wasn't just loss of interest yeah so for sure hopefully you can get back to it I'm, apparently i'm not the only one that has issues with that game but Regardless, um, let's wrap this one up. That was a hell of a year, Brand 2020, sayonara. It, it's been fun. Uh, it's also sayonara been shitty. Um, oh, there we go. Uh, where can our listeners find you on the internet? I do nothing of note on the internet besides my other podcast, Are Weeb There Yet? So you can just look up Are Weeb There Yet on Twitter, Facebook. We have a Twitch. I don't really use it that much. Um, but we got the other podcast where we talk about anime. Uh, sometimes that anime is full of uh, dicks. Sometimes it's not, but, you know, maybe we'll talk about the Food Affix Dine and Dash game on there. There we go. Oh, I'll stream that should. and get fucking banned off the internet entirely. Sounds good. Uh, listeners, if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. We're findable at all the places at ABT Silence, including Twitch.com tv slash abt silence uh streaming a variety of games over there uh hopefully no dicks i don't want to get banned (laughs) no promises uh, (laughs) yeah exactly no promises um and i also have a record label it's missedoutrecords.com if you want to see what cassettes and vinyl are available for sale there but yeah we're going to be back on friday with our first bonus episode of 2021 uh hopefully it'll be like a bunch of our hosts if i can organize this in time but uh (laughs) otherwise uh we'll be back on the normal schedule every Monday. See you guys. See you.